What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 66 of the Awesome BS Podcast. I'm your host, Bama B. To my left, my co-host, my lady, my lover, the most... M. The... <laughs> the the softest voice in podcasting, <laughs> but not the quietest. The soft but mighty. Uh Miss Anchante. How you doing, dude? I am fine. Yeah. We 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 all right. You sound like you glitched out a little bit. Fine. Getting over these coughs, finally. Yes. Finally, the week's almost over. Thank God. Golly. These coughs, these stinking ass coughs just won't take... These stinking asses home. No, and mine has been here for... This is the third week? It's the third week third for you. Week. This is the second week for me. Yeah, and now Gia has it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My middle baby has it. And uh, it's it whatever this upper respiratory thing is, that's what's been going on. Because there's a lady at my job saying that she had it going on, too. Mm. So there must be something coming around. So it's yeah, it's it's been all upper respiratory thing that's been tearing people up. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, you know, it's on the, we're on the tail end, but it's disgusting. It's just been so long. But at least I can finally sleep. You can finally I can sleep. Finally yes. Sleep. I just can't sleep in because I gotta be an adult and go to work. Adulting. And I don't have that much time. Adulting is ass. I like I don't mind it. It's ass. But sometimes it's just like, why can't we get some work breaks? You know, that would be great. Honestly, if the work week uh, was four days and you had three days to just fuck off or do whatever you want, I believe that would be great. Other countries are doing it already. And the turnaround and the productivity has gone up. You know why? Because they have four days to knock all this stuff out. I would even do it in three. Listen. I could have four days. Listen. That's the and then post post service Lord. Mm-hmm. If if we stuff. if we could do Monday through Friday, we'd be golden. I don't know. We'd be golden. Because y'all already get people that wanna bitch about W's? No. <laughs> having the holidays off. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yeah, lady lady complained yesterday uh that her W two hadn't come in. I'm like, it was February first, lady. Y'all have till April to file. February you have to still file an extension without penalty. Like, understand that uh, you could probably get this thing electronically if you wanted to. All you have to do is be an adult, contact your job. But, you know, whatever. I ain't going to. They do. They gave you that option at the beginning of the year. Yes. Yes, they do. So, anyway, well, uh, just off on a little tangent. But, uh, as per usual, we're going to jump into uh, what, who, what, or where did we see some BS going on, darling? Would you like to lead the charge? Sure. Hey, let's do it. So it's always my job as Mr. Karen. So this upcoming Friday, we're having a quote unquote Super Bowl party. Mind you, I don't watch football, so I could care less about it. Okay. And it's about um, they're also going to do like a birthday party for this girl that I don't care less about either. Oh, okay. Um, right. So one of the older ladies asked me, "Hey, Shantae, what are you going to bring?" So I said, "My appetite, myself." <laughs> they got something to look at. She said, "Okay." So Karen, being Karen, was like, "Seriously?" I said, "Yeah. Why not?" So then the older lady asked Karen, "What do you bring?" And she said, "Well, she's not bringing anything. I'm not bringing." It. I said, "It's a joke. Learn how to take a freaking joke." Oh my gosh, lady, get your ass! Gosh, get your ass out of here! <laughs> and so then it got quiet because I threw my little tangent and told her to. Basically, F herself. 
Well, she didn't do it. Lady, shut your ass up. God, dog, I was playing with your goof ass. Yeah, you're almost 60. Damn. Go it's sit so down. What? And if I wasn't, so what? I'm grown. I do what I choose to do. I'm grown. I ain't even got to come to this motherfucker if I want to. I mean, it's in the where I have to. But I don't have to participate. Right. Oh, it's during working hours? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But I don't have to participate. No, you really don't. I barely participate now. You really don't. No, we, no you actually do. Look. You actually do with all the stuff that you be. Oh yeah, that's like, that's for the kids. Yeah, but that's do they do it? Who? Anyone else that you work no. with? That's participation, making y'all's workstation and looking, making everything look, inviting for them children. Yeah, that's a big deal. I know. I just like the kids' faces. Hey, listen, and that, and listen, they ain't doing it. So your participation, and you have been actively participating. But this is my last time. I'm not doing nothing else. I'm turning out. Mother loving house down outside of that registration desk. I'm tired. I get asked one more time. No, I do it on my terms and my time. Y'all not paying me extra for this either, so no. don't put no time limit on me. No, because I ain't got to do it. And I'm not going to do it for St. Patrick's Day. I'm not doing it for nothing else. Damn it. <laughs> how, how about you? I got, I got two of them, man. <laughs> one that we just watched where this lady was in the camera talking about. So my boyfriend and his wife are going on a, uh, a cruise, and he told me that he wanted me to come. Wait, babe, say it, say it out loud again. She said, my boyfriend and his wife are going on a cruise. Mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> that was thing number one. That was why I was about to stop. I was about to say, you. Okay. Then she said, he said that uh, I should come, even though he may not be able to come see me in my room. He just wants me to come and have the experience. Y'all think I should go? Do you hear yourself talk and open your steak knife? I just shook my head. I said, it cannot. It just seems like every day is something worse in this world. Is it really that hard out here? No. To find somebody decent? No. It's not. It's just what you choose to put up with. Which you allow. Yes. Which you allow, because that's some bullshit. Because at some point, you're going to want him by yourself. Like... Without his wife. Mm. But check this out, though. Say she goes on the cruise and he do something. She's upset that she's not getting no attention. Mm-hmm. She decided to have a little night, have some fun, and hook up with somebody there. Mm-hmm. And he happened to see them. Oh, he going to be mad. He going to be mad. Face going to be screwed up. Yeah. And come knocking at that door. Just like in the, like Hallmark movies. Or Lifetime movies. Yes, I said Lifetime and Hallmark. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's like, bro, but you know what your wife, though. You should be straight. But here's my thing. Why are you even married if you feel if you want to have another a relationship outside of your like marriage? Like a whole another relationship. What is the point of being married? Like a to be whole selfish other. and just have to just to have everything and be it's all about me, 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 me. I mean, that's how folks seem to be making it now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like sacrificing becomes a, a negative thing, and and guess and, and I dig it when it comes to marriage. You know what I'm saying? You do need to take care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself. Absolutely, take time for you. But if it's something aware, like you said, you're gonna have a whole other outside relationship, nigga. Why? You could be single, dude, and do that. Yeah. Cause why risk something? And granted, we don't know anything about the relationship. This is true. This is true. But she could be a good wife, good woman, but because you want something outside, you want more, and she's not giving it to you, maybe you're not communicating, you, right. you choose to step outside the marriage. 
But what is your sacrifice? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey. I've never cheated, so I don't know. Listen, uh, I mean, she. Honestly, for me, hell, I was so I was just deprived completely yeah. in multiple aspects of my marriage. Yeah, just completely deprived. This just hunger for some sort of sort of affection. Where the wrong the wrong person showed me that affection, <laughs> and I was like, oh wow, this is nice. I forgot what it felt like to be. Love on that yeah. feels great. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's what happened with me. So I can't speak for anybody else, but no. you know what I'm saying. But just uh, to me, the audacity to even ask, hey, my, me and my wife going, I ain't gonna be able to see you, but you can still come though. But she made it public. That's the thing. Again, we put it on social media. Why do we need to know this? For what? Why do we need to know this? So now the man and the wife see it, and now they see you on the boat. Then what? But see, this is tr- this is true. This is true. Because she could be like, yeah, that's the lady from the boat. Yeah. From, from the video. Look at him like. <laughs> like how my uncle looked at you. <laughs> that was funny. I would never get over that. Uh, my uncle Tommy Lee. Shout uh, out to Tommy, Tommy Lee. Cowboy. <laughs> yes, yeah. I got an uncle named Tommy Lee. Wears cowboy boots, a big cowboy belt buckle. And cowboy hats and scarves. <laughs> and he has been like that my entire life. So shout out to my uncle. What's your second yeah, So <laughs> the second one, yet another teacher posing as a a child playing basketball. Another teacher posing? Another adult. Gr- another adult. That's adult. my thank you for for clarifying that. Okay. Another adult. Twenty yes. two year old J V coach, black chick, posing as a 13, 14-year-old child. Now, they talking about, well, you know, these kids look grown. When I saw the videos of this lady, she got long appendages, arms long down to her knees. Wait, appendages? Appendages. What's that, babe? Like, limbs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> um, she walking with all kinds of swagger. Her game is refined. Now, at 13 years old... That game is not refined. There's a select few who have a very refined game like mm-hmm. that. I'm not saying there's it's not, but some, some. It's, it's it's some for the most part they're not. They're is sick. she like thirteen? No. Okay. But and the but but how she carried herself as someone who's been doing this for a long time. Mm. She had to block his shots. Oh. She getting fouled, talking about and one and all that. So you're in middle school. Not that it makes a difference whether you're in high school or not, but you're in middle school. Why can't you go to a college? Just go get go to open run. Yeah, do it. I've seen. Listen, I played. I hooped with some women before, and they were fired. This one yeah. chick. The reason why I shoot the way I shoot is because I saw this light skinned chick when I was in college. Another left handed person, and she was knocking them down with that left hand. I'm like, God, dog. And I'm looking at how she shoot. I'm like, Oh. That's my problem. I said I need to shoot like her. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's what I learned to shoot was from watching this chick. Mm. Go get you some runs. You can go get some good <laughs> runs. But why you gotta go beat up on these kids? I mean, she blocking the. She blocked the shot. I mean, threw it to the. Threw it out of bounds. I was like, God, dog. And they just running in the car, crying. Now, mind you, after the, she got caught, clearly she oh, got she- caught. The team literally forfeited the rest of the season. So did they say how she got caught? I mean, they didn't say it. I I had to go back and look. Now, how 
are my thing is how are they keep getting into the school? I don't know. But see this thing, I don't think that she was actually going through school. I think she just was being on part of the team because I believe that was her team. She was assistant coach. She's an assistant coach. So yes, she that was the team that she was on that she was helping assist in coaching. Now wait a minute. Yes. Yes, she was assistant coach. So she helping the team out. Maybe they had some players down, hurt, unable to play for whatever reason. So she like, well, shoot, I'll step in. And they allowed it. This the thing. They probably thought they could get away with it. Ah. Because I understand, coaches would do some dirty. Some of them will. Oh, absolutely. They do. They do some dirty shit. Absolutely. Trust me. So that's all that was. The coach was like, hey, I mean, I ain't gonna tell you too, but. Yeah, I got it. And I'll take the fall. Okay. So she was fired, of course. Yes. But the team had to forfeit the rest of the season. Did she get charged with anything? <coughs> I don't know. I had to go back and look. Yeah, I want to see the story or what she looked like when you go back. Yes. Please. We will we will find it. And yes, I will let you see that. And uh, to me, it was it was comedy gold. I said, you, I just don't get it. you do not look like one of these children. So, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Uh, on this show, we typically like to keep things pretty light for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll laugh, we'll joke. We may have some uh, everyday topics that don't necessarily always get uh, serious in tone. They may get informative in tone. But it's rare <laughs> that we get serious. Um, but I just, we touched on it briefly last week. But this week, uh, we just, uh, I was at work and um, I was annoyed. I was angry. I was um, fed up. Mm-hmm. And so I text Miss Anshante here and say, you know, I want to talk about Tyree Nichols this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm frustrated. Okay. Now, I'm not the only man in America that looks like me who's frustrated with this. Yeah. But I want to slow down. I want to take my time. I want us to take our time talking about this because... Uh, you know, if we just roll off on a tangent, there might be things that I forget. There might be things that I miss. And I may start getting the rambling. I might get the rambling a little too fast. Yeah. Just because the passion behind it. And not hit the points correctly. Yeah. So, Understandable. Tyree Nichols, as y'all know, was a 29-year-old black man uh, living in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, he was on his way home one night where he was uh, ambushed by five officers. Uh, they chased him uh beat him within an inch of his life well no they chased him they were giving him orders that he could not complete because they were contradictory to the other one so hold your hands up put your hands down put your hands behind your back right right exactly tased pepper sprayed Mm -hmm. uh goofy bastards pepper sprayed themselves so i'm sure that made them mad and they took that aggression out on him Mm -hmm. um they beat him within an inch of his life uh, at the scene, uh, he was calling for his mother as because his mom lived about 60 to 80 yards away mm-hmm. from where he was pulled over. He was going to his mother's house. Yeah. Um, they like I said, beat him within an inch of his life, set him up against the police car. He was unable to stand, kept leaning over to the left and to the right. Um, the paramedics who showed up did a piss poor job of administering any kind of first aid to this young man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he is survived by a son, I believe. They said he has a son. Uh, he succ- succumbed to his injuries later in the hospital a couple of days later. Yep. 
the swiftness that the Memphis Police Department um, came down with was uh, remarkable. I'm, I'm genuinely glad that they that this is the standard that is going to be set, hopefully, moving forward when it comes to any kind of law enforcement, police brutality, failures, uh, so forth and so on. Um, problem that I have, one of the biggest problems that I have, of course, is that these five officers, well, and there was another officer that six. happened, to, there were sixes, there was a white officer on the scene. Yep, five blacks, one white, so far. Right. Just keep things, things keep, keep emerging. They keep emerging. Uh, you know, they said that the five officers were fired and they said that the white officer was relieved of his duties. I love the wording. White officer relieved of his duties, black officers fired. Yeah. But in the EMTs, in the the EMTs were fired as well. Yeah, great, very good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I don't usually like to see people lose their jobs, but in this situation, good because none of y'all who are uh, part of this situation um, are fit to serve the community. So, um, it was so frustrating because these five black officers. You would think, you would just think that if you see an officer pull up and they get out the vehicle and they look like you, at the very least, you're not thinking, oh, I'm going to get a pass. At the very least, you're thinking, hey, I'm going to be treated fairly. I'm going to be, that's what you would think. That's what you would think, but I've seen it happen. You know what I'm saying? Differently. I have been pulled over by a few officers in my day. I have been treated unfairly a few times. Not not abused or anything like that, but definitely treated as a criminal first. Mm-hmm. I remember one time my brother and I were driving home through the suburbs, Marietta, Georgia. Uh, my brother had an old BMW that had a bike rack on the top. My parents purchased this from a, a lovely white couple and purchased it from my brother. We're driving home one day. Um, we get pulled over by two officers. Now, I don't know what they pulled us off for. I was 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the male officer comes up to my brother, you know, asking him some questions. It was something something minor. Maybe a tail light, something like that. Mm-hmm. Female officer comes up to my side, very stoic, very hardened looking individual. I kind of look over at her and she has her hand right on her, you know, has it on her pistol. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at her like, in the world, like, why do you, why do you have your hand on your pistol? Um, at the time when I was married, uh, my ex-wife and I were driving to uh, young adult service at church on a Thursday night. Uh, when driving her vehicle, she had out of plate, out of state plates on her vehicle. Going through this town of Georgia called Kennesaw, we get pulled over at this racetrack gas station that's very well known on a busy street. Back, pulled over by one squad vehicle. They ask us where we're going. And we're going to church. Where's church? It's in Powder Springs, which is about 15 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, another squad car pulls up. They take us out the vehicles. We look up. There's two more squad cars that pull up on us. They're questioning me. And then they swap us. And they question us again. We try to see if the stories match. All this because the plate said Ohio and that Georgia. Mm. We lived right next across the way from a police officer. 
And the way he used to look at me when I would see him was like he couldn't wait for me to do something wrong or wait for us to have some loud party where he could come bust in and tell us that, you know, cite us for being loud or something like that. Mm -hmm. I know I kind of got off on a tangent, but I'm just kind of listening to some things. Um, So I'm saying that because, like I said, you would think that Maybe these officers who look like me have gone through experiences similar to mine. Maybe they would be the difference makers in the community and be like, you know what? No, I'm not going to just give you a pass because you look like me, but I'm also going to give you the benefit of the doubt first. Yeah. And if things do get out of hand, I'm going to do my best to de-escalate the situation mm-hmm. before I just go about tasing you, beating you, hurting shooting. you, or shooting you. This young man did not deserve to die. Um, He didn't deserve to die. He didn't deserve to be beat brutally. I didn't watch the video. I I don't want to see another. I don't. For one thing, I don't believe we're supposed to see people die. No. But I also don't want to be subjected to another black man dying for no reason. Um. Uh, Shantae so graciously printed off some notes and everything uh, about this story that we'll go over in just a moment. Uh, I'm going to say one more thing. I'm going to hand it over to you because I don't want to just take over the show like this. But um, at what do you do in those situations as someone who looks like me? Because you you comply. Mm-hmm. You have your hands exposed. Mm hmm. I got to a point where I got when I would get pulled over, I literally put my hands out the window because I want them to know I am not a threat. But when you show that you're not a threat and that you're complying, you would still be abused. Yeah. I saw a video of a brown man who was being taken down in a uh, looked like a convenience store. They came in with their guns. Now, from what I understand, they said the the brother uh, killed two cops or something like that. But he had his hands up. Mm-hmm. He was complying. He was getting down on the ground. They wrestled him to the ground aggressively. Punched him in the face a couple of times. Punched him again. And kind of looked up and saw the person, you know, video, videoing. And, you know, wrestling him and doing all that. But at what point, what do you do? And when you're complying, when you're listening, when you're doing everything you can to not come off as aggressive, harmful, or trying to resist. But you are being abused and beat. What are you supposed to do? Because honestly, in that situation, my fight or flight might kick in. I'm like, I have to survive. Which a majority, unfortunately, of, of the deceased have. You know what I'm saying? They ran because they've gotten scared. I got to survive. Yeah. You're not going to kill me. But we end up dying. So knowing I've, I've heard people ask that question before and I have never gotten an answer. I'm I'm serious. I, I We've had... Uh, men's panels at a church before and I've watched panels on you know TV or Facebook and I have not gotten an answer about what it is I'm supposed to do. There is no answer. Because like you said, even if when you do comply, something still happens. So whether you video face, you FaceTime somebody. You got it on live on Facebook or yeah, whatever. If something still happens. You can't help the color of your skin. That's just how you were born. There's nothing that you can do. 
when my brother got pulled over several times when he lived in Pickerington several times. Mm-hmm. Did the same thing. Now, he was harassed because he always pulled him over. Mm-hmm. But, again, there's nothing that you can do. Right. You're complying. You're telling me what I need to do, what I'm doing. Right. But yet, you're still wanting to hurt me. But yet, you have people who shouldn't have schooled, but you just arrest them. Mm-hmm. You don't kill them. You don't right. shoot them. Right. But you go get this. You go get this motherfucker. Went Burger King after he shoots up a damn movie theater. Yeah. So here's my question for you. Yes. Because it's not just men; it's women. Yes. So as Absolutely. the girls grow up, what's some what's the piece of advice that you would tell them? I don't know. Sadly, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I I mean, I'm just going to tell them, listen, girls, I want y'all to do everything that you can to be on the up and up, Mm -hmm. whether you're driving, whether you're socializing, whether you're working, do everything you can to be on the up and up Mm because there's already going to be a target on you. I don't want you to be any less of yourself. So I'm not saying minimize who you are. Mm -hmm. Just be on the up and up. If you get pulled over for any reason, you call me. You call Shantae, you call your mom, you call one of us. You call somebody, put it on speaker, mm-hmm. FaceTime us, tell us where you are. And the other thing, too, with this, I don't, can't remember the guy's name, who blamed the, um, I guess they're called sergeants mm-hmm. or whatever, the lady. Mm-hmm. She blamed the, He blamed the lady because of all this. Really? The chief of police? He blamed her? Yes. I can't remember. Let me see. If I can Why would he blame it. the chief of police? Because she moves. She's the one that moved swiftly and got them up off the force. She was a woman. Right. Black woman. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you keep talking. I'm going to find it. Um, and so, one thing that uh, I want to, as you're looking that up, um, from what I understand, I don't know, but just, just kind of how this went down, it, it makes sense. One of the officers, from what I understand, uh, was is an ex of the young lady that Tyree Nichols is seeing. Well, his unfortunately, wife. was seen now. That was his ex-wife? Ex-wife, yeah. So, now she's with Tyree Nichols, and you know I don't know how long they were together. But now Tyree Nichols is dead, and you know this officer is one of the ones that did the, the attack, did the, the brutality on him. To me, that sounds plausible. It sounds plausible that you, for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying, this lady, y'all didn't work out. You're butthurt that she's moving on with her life because mm-hmm. we have seen this before. Mm-hmm. Up close and personal, we've seen this before. Someone's upset that you're moving on with your life. And you come and take out your frustrations on this young man. And none of your counterparts, none of your partners, none of them, not one of them, Said that you are, you sound weak as hell right now, bro. You look crazy as hell and you sound weak as fuck. Yep. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> Go ahead. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jason Whitlock, whoever the hell he is, it, quote unquote, it looks like what young black men do when supervised by a young, by a single black woman. Hmm. But yet, I don't remember this clown speaking about any other shootings. Right. But yet, you speak about this one. That sounds. You sound stupid. You're a clown. You you sound stupid. That doesn't 
that you sound like an idiot. And she's actually married. Right. To a retired law enforcement officer. So what? And has one daughter. So what are you talking about? You sound like an idiot. You just need some some attention. You know what I'm saying? Like shut your shut your goofy ass up. You got the wrong kind. Um. Yeah, so like I said, he, he you know, he, he looks real, he's real weak. He ain't looking weak. He's weak as fuck for taking that frustration out on that young man. The rest of those officers who were with him, none of, none of y'all had the sense enough to be like, man, no, no, don't do that. Bro, if you do that, you on your own. No. I'm not got, doing shit, and I promise you I'm saying so. And they got caught up. And you got caught up in it. For what? For what? Because of a woman, when there's other plenty of other women out there. He a bitch ass nigga. He a bitch ass nigga, and you know what? He's gonna go into he's gonna go into prison. He's gonna be he's going. They are going to be known as oh, officers yeah. when they come in there. So they already have targets on their back. Oh, I'm not know. hoping nothing against them, but they are gonna get their asses whooped. Just in God's hands. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? They gonna get what's coming to them. Uh, we can go through these notes if you want, dear. Um, so basically, four of the policemen or ex-policemen, um, they have had past suspensions and received recommends. Re- Re- reprimands. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the officers, the baldy. Um, the baldy. <laughs> Mills. Uh-huh. Um, Desmond Mills Jr. Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, was previously reprimanded over his failure to fill out a response to resistance um, because a woman, mind you, both of these, the ex, so Desmond Mills Jr., the baldy, mm-hmm. and Demetrius Haley, who has the ex-wife. The bitch-ass nigga right there. I see his face. They, um, Desmond also did not fill out that part paperwork. Because he had actually Demetrius for me. Yes, Demetrius. Okay. Uh-huh. That is name. That's not Baldy, is it? Nope. Nope. Okay. Demetrius was accused of dislocating a woman's shoulder. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously not and I'm sure there's a lot of police officers who have this information who have stuff like this on their records. Right. So you have this on your record, so what do you do with it? You still let them out or they get a desk job? Right. Right. They and, might get desk duty for a little bit or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but you send them back out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So both were against both women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know who Justin Smith and Emma Martin in. Don't really care. Mm-hmm. They also have had multiple suspensions mm-hmm. and uh, failure to fill out response to resistance. So y'all not doing your job pretty much. Exactly. And nothing happened. And this is the crazy part. These goofy bastards were bragging about it. I said, boy, I was throwing haymakers. Now, if any of y'all don't know what a haymaker is when it comes to boxing or any kind of combat sports, a haymaker is I threw, hands. I, I threw no, I oh. threw a power punch. I threw oh. some. I threw a punch that was had a lot of force behind it. I was trying to knock him out. That's what haymakers are. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying. So if you say he got hit with a haymaker. He's like, I'm. I have bad intentions with this punch. And you, but it's five against one. I would have would almost have preferred if. Demetrius Haley's bitch ass had if they even if they pulled him over, I would almost prefer that Demetrius Haley showed that he was a bitch ass nigga. Say, man, let me just fight you one on one. I would almost prefer that. And then if he got the best of them, he got the best of them. But you know, but bitch ass niggas like that, 
they weak as fuck because say that if, you know, all things were fair and Tyree Nichols did put hands on him, mm-hmm. Demetrius is going to shoot him. Yeah. He going to do something to even the odds. And still brag about it. And still brag about it because he a bitch. <coughs> and so, yes, yes. I, I it's, it's some bullshit. And you know what? This one I don't fucking like because there was another story in Atlanta a couple years ago. A guy I actually went to school with. Was an odds was an Atlanta police uh, officer, mm-hmm. big guy, six seven six eight. He was always a bitch in high school. He was big for no reason. He always used to talk shit. He was loud and rolling. I almost got into a fight with this man a couple times because he's a loud motherfucker. He brutalized this couple in Atlanta. He slamming them on the ground, being extra rough with them and shit. He got let go a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Bitch ass niggas like this come and they they come in all sizes and shapes. And the reason why I call him a bitch-ass nigga was because when the story came out, I'm looking at different comments. This chick that he went to school with was like, yeah, this lame-ass dude tried to tell me, tried, I came at me uh, wanting to get with me, and I turned him down. He going to go tell everybody that he had sex with me. Mm. So I'm saying that because that's the type of person Demetrius Haley is. Yeah, absolutely. But that's all of them. That's all of them. But I'm focusing on him particularly because if anything if anything he manipulated them into doing some foul shit but they were easily manipulated so they were already weak they're all clowns they all some clowns because at the end of the day you risking your job for him for what your freedom for him for what because i'm gonna tell you straight up right now anybody that i work with anybody who works up under me anybody who is in close proximity to me if you own some bullshit i'm gonna tell you listen you do that i'm not vouching for you I'm not vouching for you. Don't come putting my name in shit. Because if you get caught up and they ask me, I'll be like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on with him. I may not be the first one to run and tell, but you're not going to put me in there. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he talking about. Because if he had said anything to me, I would have told his ass against it. I would tell your ass not to do it. Yeah. If it comes to any kind of theft, I want y'all to understand, if you work at the postal service with me or work around me, I'm not stealing shit. I'm not vouching for you for shit because I have a life. That I, that thankfully God has blessed me with, and I'm not about to go throw that away being an idiot. But these, I mean, look at that dude. And this is so the white one, Mr. Preston. Yep. Um, he was really of his duties because he quote unquote said, "I hope they stomp his ass." Mm. Now you would never make it in jail. None of them will make it in jail, in prison. Because you do that stuff, and you thought your sergeant was going to have your back, which a lot of them do. They cover them up. It's crooked. No, I'm not saying all of them are crooked. No. No, of course not. That's the thing. Understand something. People have to, for one thing, people have to start calling a spade a spade. If you're speaking, <laughs> if you're listening to any word of this podcast, <laughs> we have not made one generalized statement about law enforcement. Mm-mm. I've told you about my experience. Shantae has told me about her brother's experience. And we're talking about this experience of Tyree Nichols and other brothers who and sisters who have unfortunately lost their lives at the hand of police officers. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of police officers, I believe, genuinely want to do a good job. Yes. But what I also believe is that there is programming that goes on. Yes. That you are programmed to look at people who are brown or otherwise who aren't the American quote unquote standard differently, differently. Yeah. and police them with more aggression. Absolutely. So yes, I believe that. I believe that. 
And I will stand on that. And I'm not I'm not I'm not going to bend or break for that. Listen, my stepbrother is a police officer and he's white. Mm-hmm. One of the best people I know. Do I believe that he polices this way? Absolutely not. Yeah. Do I believe that there is programming that goes on? Um, like I said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There was a guy I was pulled away. I got into action one time. Uh, I had, unfortunately, I had ran into the back of somebody. Their car wasn't damaged. My car wasn't damaged. The officer who was called to the scene was somebody that I went to school with. Um, and you know what? He just, he treated me fairly. You know, he remembered me. Me and him was not cool like that. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, the dude who I, who was an officer who I almost got into it was his homeboy. Mm. But he policed me fairly. You know, he was like, listen, man. He said, they probably not going to file a report. He said, honestly, he said, so let me just go talk to them and we're going to see what's going on. So sure enough, he came back. Yeah, they're not going to do They're going to go ahead and just let it all go. He said, just be careful while you're out here driving. Yeah. Just watch what you're doing. And that was it. Respect. And that's what I'm saying. Police me fairly. But that's the problem. He did a great job. Shout out to him. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. No, that's fine. Like, my uncle, he's an ex-police officer. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is, it's the people in the jobs. Mm-hmm. You can't, we can't sit there and say police, police, police but it's the people who go into a, a workforce mm-hmm. and intentionally have a mindset of, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to run this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because one thing, they know that they can. Right. You got right. kiss asses who know they can kiss somebody's ass and be good with whatever happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, there was a story that I saw years ago. It, this one broke my heart. It was of a young black lady who was already in the holding cell. The white officer comes in there. The camera is on him. So I don't understand. It, either he was just dumb or he was just bold. Or maybe he was bold. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, he, you know tussling with this woman hits her in the face a couple times she's still struggling he's trying to pull her pants down so he can rape her i think i see that one hit her again and proceeds to rape her and i'm just like i didn't hear anything come about that story Mm -mm. i didn't see national news about it none of that Mm -mm. pick and choose pick and choose but this one right here though this one was handled so swiftly yeah um, and we know why. We know why. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, they were officers. So that's how it needs to be seen. Y'all wanna say blue eyes matter? Y'all wanna say there's no color that we're all just blue? Well, keep that same energy because unfortunately this is gonna happen again before the year is out. It's already happening again. Well, there it is. I was reading the story while I was at work because I was bored. Well, there it is. And so it was an amputee. Okay. And they shot him. For what? Because he had um, a butcher, butcher knife, I think. And he had threw it at them. Mm. And so he was trying to get away. Mind you, he, he didn't have any legs. So he's trying to get away. He had already threw the knife. I guess the taser didn't work. So instead of trying to... He can't run. So you tussling. You're not tussling with him. You just shoot him. You shot him 15 times. 15 times. An amputee. Now, mind you, I've seen a video of a crazy-ass white man who was hopped up on drugs come at office with a knife, and they ran from him, running around the vehicle trying to get yeah. away from him. 
Didn't tase them, didn't pepper spray them. This went on for like five minutes. But they always have a reason. That's the thing, no matter what the story is. And he's a double amputee, so he... he so he had a wheelchair. He had a wheelchair. And he got out of his wheelchair. And but So he's not in the wheelchair trying to roll away. Yeah, I'm not trying to be funny. Like but he's on, on, his, on his elbows, yes. and he's literally just dragging himself away. Yeah. And they shoot him 15 times. Yes. Okay. But that's my thing, no matter what the story is. Somebody's always got something to say. Or we did it because of such and such. Or this happened. He shouldn't have resisted. Okay. All right. So you tussle anybody else. What's the excuse now for the double amputee? That's what I want. I want to see the excuse for the double amputee at this point. I really do. What's the excuse? He threw the knife at you. Okay. (laughs) Did it hit either one of y'all? No. Any of y'all? No. No. Okay. What's the excuse for not literally running over this man? Placing your weight on him to secure him and putting him in the back of the, the, the squad car. Mm-hmm. He can't run. No. I'm not sure I understand. Oh, Siri hush. <laughs> damn, I was messing up something. <laughs> Shut up. Now you want to damn listen. Been talking to you all damn week. Goofy bastard. <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but seriously, what's the excuse? Y'all just, y'all, I mean. You will never have a, a- of reason for your answer. I mean, you know the reason. I know the reason. No, they wouldn't. But it would never come out. It's never it. gonna make sense. No. It's never gonna make sense. Because it's been happening for years. Yep, and this is just the stuff that we've seen and heard. Yes. There's plenty of them that go on that we know nothing about. Mm-mm. Literally. And it seems like it's only in America. Now, I'm sure that there's, there's, there seems like, I know there's police brutality that, you know, because there are people who get in these uh, positions and get this badge and they really don't know what to do with this responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not power. It's not power. It's, it's, it's responsibility that's been given to them that they abuse. Because it, cause it's not power. Because you don't have the power to govern me. Now, you can enforce the rules. You can enforce the rules. You've been given that responsibility to enforce the rules. But you don't have power. That you, the power is, is, is to me, and help, and just hold on real quick. Just, just, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think through this actively. To me, it's the responsibility that's handed down. It's power that is man-made to me. Now, I could be wrong. Okay, I've been given a job at the post office as a supervisor. Mm-hmm. I have authority. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have authority. I have responsibility to enforce the guidelines of the postal service. Mm-hmm. That's it. I can't force anyone to do anything. Police officers, you can enforce the rules. And if they don't, then people have consequences. But you cannot you, to me, once you start having to do something by force, that's when you tread into dangerous territory. Now, I get it. Sometimes you have to use force. I get that. I'm not crazy. I'm not saying police officers are not permitted to protect themselves or enforce the rules or protect the community. But what I'm saying is there has to be more. There has to be more regular psychological evaluations there has to be regular training there has to be something more to ensure that the people in the communities are being governed and policed the correct way but i think it also i think from my understanding i think it's too on our own people to know the actual rule, the laws and absolutely in the state yes. because a lot of police themselves don't even know the actual laws mm-hmm 
within their state. Mm-hmm. So to me, I think they get that badge. Oh, I you throw a cigarette on the ground. That's literally okay. I'm gonna give you a ticket. Mm-hmm. It's in their head that I have this badge, so I have that power authority mm-hmm. to do what I can with what I want with you. Mm-hmm. And see, this is the thing. The reason why <laughs> it's just it's just all wild because the reason why the police were even established in the Virginia in Virginia in the Carolinas was to round up runaway slaves. Mm-hmm. That's where the programming is. So it's been grandfathered in. Yeah. It's been grandfathered in. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, when they say, when people say that the police target black people, it's not because we're saying that because we're, you know, we think that life is so unfair and we're just saying it as a blanket statement. That's where it was established from. It was established to round up runaway slaves. Who were the slaves? Black people. Okay, then. So that's what I'm saying. Like, don't get butt hurt if I'm saying this. It is true. Do your do your do your due diligence. Do your research and look and see where when and where it was established and why it was established. That's all we're saying. But pick and choose your battles. Don't pick. No, no, no. No, and I say that because you're gonna get uh, Uncle Tom. Who's going to think, oh, you're going to go back and forth. And sometimes people are just not going to listen or hear what you have to say. Right. It's a waste. So that's what I mean when I say pick and choose your battles. No, you can have a decent disagreement with somebody. You don't have to yell. You don't have to. But you can hear each other out. And see that, But see, that's the problem, though. Just like going back to my story about being taken out of the vehicle. I did not show any aggression. I did not show any kind of pushback or anything when it came to these officers no. that pulled me pulled uh, me and my ex-wife over and we were being so the vehicle searched asking me do you have any weapons patting me down all that not showing any kind of resistance not showing any kind of frustration even and still had this happen to me you see what i'm saying so that's what I, that's what and back to my point is what do you do what do you do because if i run he gonna shoot me if I stay here, he going to beat me to within an inch of my life, possibly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us don't like pain. So a lot of those responses of running or trying to fight or resist is in response to pain. You see what I'm saying? Response to fear. So what do you do? And I don't have an answer. And it doesn't seem like anybody else does. No. So, yeah, you know. But I do appreciate, I love how... Memphis has stick together through the peaceful protests. Um, that, I think that's wonderful. I think if mm-hmm. we could do that here in Ohio as well. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard of any peaceful protests. Um, I'm also not on Facebook, which I'm sure Facebook has a lot of those. Right. Um, you know, I'll be definitely happy to attend one because mm-hmm. I've done it before. Right. When it first um, became public with Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Um, it's something that. I think as people, we should do more often. Absolutely. Um, but I think as people, we should come together. We got to come together. Stop killing each other. Got to come together, yeah. Stop lot looting these fucking stores over handbags and shit that don't even matter. Looting. But come, yeah. But, <laughs> but come together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It does take, it does take a, a civilization. Take a it does take a community yes. to do it. And there's got to be consistency. And yes. unfortunately, we live in a society where it's so go, 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 and everything is based upon production and work. You know, uh, we have families to support and lives Absolutely. to support. 
And, you know, America has done an amazing job of making sure that the dollar is the only thing that matters yeah. uh, in the grand scheme of things. So when people, I understand when people say they're going to move to a different country, uh, when they're going to move to a different continent. I understand now. Mm-hmm. I genuinely understand now. Yeah. Because at the very least, let me go somewhere where the values are different yeah. and it is more community centered. And then the people do the, because honestly, we the people, it's Okay, I'm not going to get into that. Honestly, the community has more power than we realize. Yeah. Shout out to Vanessa for telling me that. Um, we have more people that we we have the power. But the thing is, like you said, people get are selfish. People have their own motives. They have their own agendas. That pulling together is nigh impossible. Mm-hmm. If high school stu- students can walk out of their high school because they didn't, because the um, school board or whatever mm-hmm. took away a book. Mm-hmm. Why can't a community, a community sit together but teenagers can sit together? Because teenagers, honestly, they are not tainted by life by that point. At that point. There's still passion. There's still innocence for them to where they can be like, you know what, y'all? This is wrong. But you know they're not ignorant to Oh, no, 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 no. They're not ignorant to what's going on, but at the same time, there's a, when I mean, I mean innocent in the fact of how they look at Community, how they look at, how they look at people as actual individuals and as human beings. Right, but you I'm saying, saying if they can stick together, yeah. Why can't a community? Mm. I don't know because people get old and selfish. <laughs> yeah. People get old and selfish. So you know, y'all. I mean, this we could go on with this topic. We can really just keep going with this topic, and this podcast would be over three hours long because the amount of. Uh, emotion emotion and frustration that genuinely a lot of us are feeling right now uh, would be bled out into this podcast but you know I don't want to bring anybody's day down too badly uh, that's not the, the intent of this podcast but it is uh, you know like I said we, we have moments where we do got to dig into some serious stuff and it may bring <laughs> us down <clears throat> but you know this is the only way that I have to really Get it out. Yeah. Yes, I did my boxing class today, uh, and that was difficult. But, you know, talking about this is something that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, do you have anything else to add there? Nope. Um, y'all be safe. Dress warm because it's supposed to be very, very cold this weekend. Um if you celebrate Valentine's Day, make sure you get whoever. Valentine's, comes. not times. Don't say times. Valentine's. You like how he says you want to add anything, dear enough. But you say Valentine's. Just no different from family shit. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead and speak. I'm done talking. <laughs> ruin my shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, y'all. But seriously, y'all, we really thank y'all for for listening and tuning in with us. Um, of course, follow the Awesome BS Podcast at Awesome BS Podcast on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe it uh, with your loved ones, with your people. Repost it, all of that good stuff. Follow Miss Shantae at Shante 4 on Instagram. Follow, she will follow back. Follow me, uh, Bama B at Bama underscore B underscore 324 on Instagram. Uh, y'all leave us comments. 
Uh, y'all give us a review on the podcast and platforms. That'd be great. Let us know what, what we're cooking with. If we're not cooking Something, with anything, because are y'all awake? You know, y'all Hello? gotta y'all gotta let us know. So shit. Yeah, man. Uh, episode sixty-five. 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 Was sixty-six? It was sixty-four. This is sixty-six. Oh. Episode sixty-six. Thank you. Episode sixty-six of the Awesome Bears podcast. Y'all be good. Valentine's Day. Thank you.